Your well-being is not about how many likes you get because your well-being is not determined by what they pay or what they don't pay, right? People feel free. People actually want to be around you then. And they feel emotionally safe with you because you're direct, because you're safe, because you're real, because you're in leadership, because you know what you're really doing? Telling the effing truth. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome to the Kathy Heller Podcast. This show is meant to be a guide for you. I want to be that mentor who can hold your hand through this journey. I know that there are so many twists and turns in navigating not only what is happening in our mind, but also understanding strategically how we want to get from where we are to where we want to go. In the show, we're going to talk not only about how we can start to become aware of what are the subconscious things that are holding us back and how we can instead choose thoughts that are actually going to propel us forward. But in addition to changing the landscape internally, we are going to talk about the strategies that actually will help you to build a profitable business, getting paid to be you. Because when you have a business where you do what you love, you never really have to have that sense of work because it's a pleasure, because it's joy. And really, I want you to have the most abundant life. I want you to have the kind of life that you love waking up to every day that you don't feel like you need a vacation from. So together on the show, every single episode, I want to be your friend. I want to be your mentor. I want to show you what is it that I think has really been insightful, been helpful? What are the tools and strategies? What are the mindset shifts that have helped me? And what are the things that have helped my guests to get to where they are? How can we together sort of cross this river to the most fulfilling life where we show up and we feel like we are living into our potential and having the most gorgeous, beautiful experience? Because after all, that is what we all desire. We're all craving to have the most joyful, beautiful life And I really believe that we can design that and that we can experience a life that we just absolutely love. And not only will we enjoy it, but it will be a possibility for other people. It will show other people what's there for them. And then maybe together, each one of us, by being the happiest versions of ourselves and being the most fulfilled versions of ourselves, we will help other people to reach for that higher branch and to find that in their own life. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the Kathy Heller podcast. Well, I'm recording this and there are literally what sounds like one zillion frogs outside my window. So if you can hear that, then uh, they are serenading you. We have a wonderful episode for you today. Before we dive in, I just want to let you know that in a couple of weeks, I'm offering a free five-day workshop. It's called Most Abundant Week Ever. And If you want something that's going to feel truly transformational, if you want to have an experience where you're like, I can't believe this experience was a free experience because I really feel there's such a shift in my perspective. There's such a shift in what I've seen happen in the synchronicities that have occurred this week. I want you to join this challenge. I want you to be a part of it. It is one of my favorite things that we do all year. You can go to kathyheller.com slash abundant and you can join us. It's going to be the week of May 8th through the 12th. I'll be live every day that week with you for an hour at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. And if you sign up, you will at least get the replay, which will be available uh, for 24 hours after each session. So come and join us, kathyheller.com slash abundant. Okay, so today's episode is kind of a sneak peek into what I'll be digging into during the five-day workshop. First, you're going to hear a quick meditation that will get you into a higher vibration. And then I'm going to walk you through an exercise that can help you reveal the limiting beliefs that could be standing in your way. If you're open to doing the meditation and the exercise, I definitely recommend it. This can really allow you to get out of really what limits us from seeing how much is actually here. This can help you realign with your true self and the potential of all that's possible. All right, here we go. So today is a really interesting day in this journey. So for those of you who've been like sticking with it, I feel like today kind of takes it up a notch a little bit. So I'm looking forward to getting into this with you guys. We're going to start with a shorter meditation with a very sort of specific intention. And then we're going to come out and process something that I think is extremely healing and helpful and empowering for you as you start to chart your course uh, forward from here. So we're going to take a little journey and uh, we'll go from there. I'm just going to invite you to close your eyes. Uh, We resist it so much, but then as soon as we close our eyes, there's just this immediate relief of like, get me out of that trance. 
help me become aware, help me come awake. And so we are just coming back to this present moment. And today we're going to take a very specific intention with all of this. It's an intention of integrity. It's an intention of wholeness. It's an intention of really fully integrating and coming home to our own self-agency and to our own self-love, which allows us to be so loving in this world. So let's just take a few deep breaths in and out, like really remembering to breathe here. Take a few deep breaths. And let's take a breath just really with the intention of being wide awake. And with every exhale, just releasing anything that's not serving us. And as we start to find that center, I want you to remember to call upon the part of you that is a witness to the experience you're having, that is witnessing you sitting right now in this chair, part of you that is witnessing when you are afraid, when you are brave. There's a part of you that is a witness to all of that, a part of you that is steady and unflappable and eternally bold, loving, gentle, and powerful all at the same time. And this part of you has carried you through all of your darkest times and all of the brightest ones too. Just find this part of you. And I want you to see if you could be a witness to your life for a moment. And I want you to see if you can just witness all the different parts that have been a part of your personality and just welcome them all. And if you were just going to have a cup of tea and welcome every part of this personality, this person you've been to the table, I want you to picture yourself just putting a chair at the table for every part, the parts that are brave, the parts that are terrified, the parts that tell the truth, and the parts that tell the lies the parts that sabotage, the parts that are fearless. I want you to set out a cup of tea and a chair. I want you to watch as you welcome each of these parts to the same table. And can you, without judgment, just name it, just be with what is, just observe These are all the ways that your mind splits. All the way your mind goes from one feeling to a thought, to a feeling, to a behavior. And all of these parts make you so beautiful. It's beautiful. It's bold. It's tragic. It's euphoric. And it doesn't need to be judged. It just is what it is. And how does it feel? to make space for it all and that there's room for all of it. And meanwhile, this part of you that's really bigger than all of it, this is the part of you that really knows what it knows. And can you look at every one of those aspects, those well-worn parts of you? And can you make eye contact with the part of you that is so terrified so broken and can you just love that part and just make eye contact with every part of you at this table just a loving witness it's all welcome it is what it is with no judgment all these edges and textures the different colors that come together make it all so beautiful All the contrast makes the lighter part so much more beautiful. And now I want you to picture that you've tucked all these pieces with you into your heart. And you stand up from that table and you go take a walk. And there's just a newfound peace. So much love. I want you to breathe into this. And when you're ready, you're going to open your eyes.
So you're going to see in a moment why we started there and why we're going on this journey. I'm so impressed and delighted that you're open to and allowing for this. And this is really where you're going to see the plane's going to start to touch the ground. You're going to start to feel today that there's a rhyme and reason to everything that we've been doing and where we're headed today, right? Just to give you a few sort of buoys out in the ocean is we are looking at where we meet the rest of the world, right? And if everything really is a hologram, then one of the most important ways to open up the doors to a fullness and abundance, all that we, I think, really desire is to be in integrity, is to have self-agency. And one of the things that gets in the way, and it's probably the biggest thing that I'm aware of that gets in the way of people having the experience of this life, this abundant, beautiful, thriving life is actually being extremely codependent. And so we're going to look at how this practice we just did is going to free us from that, which will set you on a journey to open your palms and receive to the maximum. We're going to go through a process now to help you see how you can untangle that because we've talked all these days about how abundance really begins in here, begins with flying over the storm, generating energy, opening the mind, creating coherence, bringing in creativity. We talked about how energy is what makes the world what it is. It's an energetic world. It's made not of building blocks, but it's made of energy. And so much of what we project into the world that needs to be coherent is our integrity. Because most of the time without being aware, and again, it's all about a presence. It's all about awareness because when we're conscious and we're not unconscious, when we are aware, we can choose to move from a place of integrity rather than being unconscious of behavior. And in meeting the world, we need to be free of codependency. And when we are, that is one of the most powerful things we project. And from that place, a lot of abundance and wealth in so many ways can come in because we were unattached. And I'm going to talk to you right now about what that's like. So we're going to do a couple exercises together. So first of all, on your paper, I want you to take the sheet of paper and draw a line down the middle. So you have a paper that's vertical. And I want you to write the words at the top, 10 things about me, okay? 10 things about you. And then you're going to draw a line down the center of the page. And I want you to write five things that are really light and beautiful about you. And I want you to write five things that are really dark. This is like your secret side. And we all have it. So five things that are really bright and light that make you who you are. That's part of what you just witnessed at that table. And five things that are aspects of you that are in struggle, that are broken, that's split off from this other part. Just take a second and write down those five things on each side, whatever comes to you. Be brave, be bold, be honest, tell the truth, be in integrity. And then in a moment, we're writing five things about ourselves that we notice. It's all about being aware. It's all about noticing. It's all about being conscious right? Five things you're conscious of that are so bright about the person you you are, that you've been, your thoughts, your feelings, your behavior, that's your personality. And five things about this person that are dark, that are not things that feel very bright. And I want you to circle one of those dark things, one of those things that is challenging. You know, you might say, I'm a people pleaser which means you're a liar. I'm a liar. I lie. I tell people I'm okay. I'm not, you know, I don't tell the truth because I want to be liked, whatever it is. I don't care what you write, but I know because I have a secret side. I know your secret side. We all have it. That's the secret. The secret is we all have that secret, right? We all have a part of us 
that is in contrast. So whatever that is for you, write it down. And then we're going to do something really revolutionary and honest. And I'm going to ask you to consider joining in. You don't have to. It really doesn't matter to me. I don't really have an agenda, but we're going to see how this goes. Just type one of those things in the chat that you don't love. Something that is a struggle. Fear. So I want you to write it like this. Like I have, or I am fearful like that. I want you to own it. I want you to lean in. I want you to love it. I want the shame to go away. I want to love it. I am fearful. I hide my true self. I have anger. Good. I'm scared of disappointment. I'm needy and insecure. Awesome. Love it. Yes. I relate, 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 relate. All these hands should be going up, right? I'm judgmental. Yeah. Who's not? Totally true. I can make big decisions out of fear. I totally relate to that. I have envy. Yep. What else? Let's be so present here. I'm a people pleaser. Yes. I'm not honest with myself. Yeah. Good. I'm so impatient. I'm jealous. I'm resentful. I'm frozen. Good. Keep going. I'm frustrated. I play the victim. That's a good one. I'm critical. Good one. I'm negative. I'm a people pleaser. I'm disorganized. Yeah. I compare myself. I'm hyper-independent. Yep. I so need people's approval. Good. So good. I'm shameful. I'm obsessive. I'm defensive. Yeah. Defensiveness is shame. I don't have discipline. So good. So why do you think we do that exercise? Why do you think that's so healing and so important and so a part of letting go of being codependent? Getting rid of shame. That's the answer. Okay. Part of being mindful and present and awake is that you can be with what is. So you're not, you're not carrying shame. That's how you can be present. And codependency is all about needing other people's approval, right? It's all about needing people to like us. When we are at peace with what is, we're totally awake and aware of all of the flaws, all of the broken parts. We become less codependent because we don't have shame. So we belong to ourselves. We are at peace with, we are accepting of, we are awake and we are witness to what is. And that's huge, right? That's number one. And number two, what happens is when other people call things out about us, they only trigger us when we are defensive about it, right? When somebody says something about us that we have shame about, we get reactive, right? But if you are not looking to impress people, well, you're already there. So they can say anything and you're like, yeah, I don't have shame about that. I acknowledge that. You're not going to surprise me and you're not going to come up on me and make me split off from myself and get into a place where I'm defensive and triggered because things are just what they are. And I welcome all those parts to the table. And those people have those parts too. So part of what happens as this now goes into the next piece is when we come from an energetic of self-agency and integrity, we project a lot of healing into the world. Like the part of you that was in that meditation today and we were sitting at that table and just allowing and collecting all these parts of our personality, right? This nine-year-old basically who's found all these coping ways to survive, right? You just welcome her on over. That's a really healing thing to put into the field and people can feel it because you're present. You're awake and you're not trying to be someone you're not. You're just with what is, okay? Now, when people move into business of any kind, business is an, a giant relationship, essentially. Relationships, in order to be healthy, need to be free of codependency. We know that. But business is a giant relationship because it's essentially all kinds of relationships. And many, 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 many of those, right? Business is a relationship. Sales is people. It's serving, it's people, it's connecting. At the end of the day, if there's economics involved, it means another human being is paying you money. 
So if there's codependency in there, we got big problems. That business probably will never get off the ground or it's going to crash, right? It's got big problems, right? We need to be clean. We need to be healthy. So in order to have a thriving business, the CEO, this leader, this founder, this person, this person has to be free of being codependent or else this just does not work. Just like most relationships, if there's a lot of codependency, we got some pretty big problems. If a person is in business and is a leader and they are codependent, it's going to tank it. That's going to drown the boat. Okay. Why is that? Because we need to be able to be free of being responsible for everybody's feelings or else we can't be direct. We can't have a point of view. We can't put content out. We can't have an opinion. We can't set a price. We can't do anything. We can't lead a team. We got to be liked all the time. Forget being direct then. You can't be direct if you need to be liked. If you need to be liked, you can't start a podcast. You need to be liked. You got problems. You got big problems. You need everyone to like you. You have no point of view. You shrink. You're nobody. You need to be liked. You can't set a price for your business. Some people might not like that price. And all of a sudden we realize why people are not actually in business. It has nothing to do with business. It's this. Everything is on the other side of what we actually just did today. Because when you come into wholeness, you're in integrity, you're clean. You are a witness to what is, which means you don't have to impress everyone. You don't need everyone to like you. You have your own belonging. And you accept other people a lot faster too. And you allow them to be responsible for themselves, which means if someone gets triggered and decides to be reactive or rude, you're going to let them be responsible for themselves. You're not going to own their life. You're going to stay on your side of the road. And this is what's going to allow you to become abundant in a business going to allow for a lot of good to happen. So these two things go together. Okay. And so when I see somebody who has a business, that money's coming in, it's not just a fluke. It's like consistently year over year, hundred K, 500 K, a million, 5 million. This person has worked through some codependency darkness. Okay. Like we might want to roll our eyes and say, just give me the strategy. What's the strategy? But the energy you're really offering is you're in integrity or you're not. And in order to be in integrity, you got to have this thing going on. And so when I sit with people, mostly women, right? And we go into it and they want to know why they're not having that million dollar a year. I say, you want to be liked and you got to learn to come to the table with yourself because it is not a problem. It is not a problem that people won't like you. I don't know if you know that, but it's not. That's going to happen all the time. That's actually good because we live in a democratic world where people don't vote for every person. You don't be friends with everyone. I don't want to be friends with everyone. There's a lot of people I don't like. There's just not my preference. Just like concerts. There are certain concerts. I just don't want to go to a heavy metal rock concert. I don't want to go to you know, country music concerts and certain country music I like, that doesn't make country music bad, right? In fact, I like Rascal Flatts. As I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, there's a few songs I really like. I like Martin. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's not her problem that I don't want to buy every record, right? I'm like going to Broadway shows. Every time we travel, we see a Broadway show. My husband's like, do we have to do that? It's so sentimental. It's so tear jerking. I'm like, I know I listen to those albums with my, you know, I like the Indigo Girls. Some people don't. They'd probably never go to a concert of theirs. Is that their problem? No. Do they need to convince everybody to like it? No. That's okay. That's allowed, right? There's plenty of people who I meet who I'm just like, oh, I would not want to be around you for more than five minutes. I'm so glad that I get the choice to opt out or unfollow, right? Unsubscribe, not interested. Why is that a problem? The answer is it's not. That's not a problem. There's so nothing wrong with that. The problem is you thinking that's a problem. The problem is you being like, oh my God, someone unfollowed me. My whole day is now going to be obsessing over that. Oh my God, somebody wrote a review. Oh my God, somebody mouthed off to me about what I charge. Okay. There will be people 
you could charge $10. There'll be people who will think that you're insane for charging that much money for something. They just won't get it. It's okay. And then there'll be people who you charge $5,000 like, oh, that was so easy. I wish you would charge more. I've had people literally say to me, I wish one girl literally said to me a couple months ago, I really wish you had a hundred thousand dollar mastermind. I was annoyed that you didn't have something like that. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Everyone is where they are. It has nothing to do with me because I don't need to be codependent about it. Right. So every time I go to record something or teach something, I'm like, am I in integrity? Is this me telling the truth? Great. Press play, press publish. If I was constantly thinking about making sure everybody liked me when I did anything, I wouldn't do anything or I would do it. And I would do it in a way where I'd be like super scripted because I would try to overthink how I could be the most protected and how I could get the most belonging. And then there'd be certain people who that would work for. And equally, there'd be people who would not like it because they could tell I was vying for their approval, which is a real good way to push people away. It would be exhausting for me also. And there's a lot of people who live their whole life like that, right? So I want to ask you a second set of questions here. And on your paper, I want you to answer for me, okay? These are the questions that I want you to basically answer. And I want you to write this at the top. If I didn't need to be liked, right? That's what you're going to write. If I didn't need to be liked, and then I want you to fill in the blanks. What would I say? What would I do? What content would I create? How much would I charge? If I didn't have to be liked, what would I say and do? Where would I be? How would I show up? If I didn't need everyone's approval, if I didn't own every person's feelings, if I actually allowed other people to have something called autonomy, if I actually respected that other people are full-fledged adults and they get to be in charge of their choices and I don't take credit for everything they think and feel, that somehow, some way they've survived without me because they have agency over what they think and feel and I'm not responsible. It's not on me to make sure everybody feels good all the time, that that is not my job. I didn't come to this world with that as my job. My job is to be in integrity. My job is to tell the truth. So what would you say? What would you do? How much would you charge? What content would you create? And how would that change the way you show up? How would that change how you feel? How would that change your leadership? How would that change how you are with your team? with your family, with your kids, with your spouse, and you allow people to have their reaction. You don't blame them for it because you don't go, oh my God, how dare you? No, no, no. I made a choice. Now you're allowed to respond. That's okay. I can tolerate it because it's not about me. I'm not in charge of how you interpret things and what you choose to do with it. And it's okay. And it's actually totally fine. It's called, it's not a problem if you don't like it. It's allowed. It's good. Not everyone likes everything. And that's how we all find our way to what we do like and who we are for and what problems we are meant to solve and what concerts we are meant to go to and what people we are meant to be friends with. It's called really important, normal, healthy. That's what it's called. And by having a point of view and setting a price and creating content and doing what you do, you're going to let people exit. You're going to open that exit door. You're going to gracefully allow them to leave. You're going to know that that exit door is supposed to be open. That's good. You want the unsubscribe. That's healthy. That means you're doing it right. And I'm not just saying it. I really mean it. Just this week on my team, we were talking about unsubscribes because my husband, he's been sweet, like looking at things. I've been like asking him if he wants to like kind of check things out in the business or if he has any ideas. He has an MBA from UCLA and he's like, you know, it turns out you guys have this pretty tightly organized. I don't think there's anything that I can add to it because it's, it's good. It's working fine. And he did say, he goes, you know, for every email you send, you get some unsubscribes. And I said to him, oh, that's fine. That's normal. That's good. And he was like, really? 
It's like, that's not something he has any experience with. And so I messaged Colleen and she said, yeah, for our size of a list, it's somewhere between 80 to hundred people. Every email should unsubscribe. That's called like what's, what's in the range of normal. So I asked him, I was like, what do you see? How many do you see? And he's like, it's about that. And I was like, so we're good. And he was like, huh, what an interesting thing. I didn't even know that. And I was like, no, that means you're doing it all right. Like, it's great. And I'm not saying that, and I'm actually deeply wounded. Like, I really mean like, that's correct. Like, that's how it's supposed to go. That means you're literally having a functioning business because you want to keep weeding out the wrong people, right? And qualifying the right people. And so you really better have that. If you don't have that, you will not have a business. You get what I'm saying, right? Like if you just keep bringing the wrong people to your restaurant and you only have vegan food and you just want to get everyone to like you, you won't make any customers. You won't make any sales because you need to actually weed out all the people who want that meat because you don't have it, right? They're not supposed to be there. You're supposed to move people through a journey. And it's just like dating. You better tell the person on date number three, that thing you're afraid to say, because if he keeps dating you and you just didn't admit you have a kid or you, I don't know, whatever the thing is that you want to, you better say it. Like you better say it. And he better choose to get up and leave. If he's not the right person, you want that fast, right? You'd want that on date like three. You don't want to have that on 10 months in like, oh, he has a problem with the fact that you're Catholic, right? He has a problem with the fact that I don't know what it could, it doesn't matter, but it really matters, right? It really matters that you have an exit door that you're happily pointing to because that's how you win. That's how you win. And so you should want that you have a podcast and you should want to see really lousy reviews. Because if you don't have lousy reviews, it means you don't have a show. You have no point of view. It means you're really vanilla. Vanilla is really boring. Like you don't want a vanilla podcast. Like that is not something to be proud of. You want to be like, ooh, ooh, pushing some button, right? Think about the people who have big followings. Like a lot of people like hate those people. That's appropriate. That's important. That's why they're actually leaders. So what does it require from them? They can't be codependent. That's the only thing. <laughs> That's your big card. That's the card you got to play is like, boom. I am in integrity with myself, which also means I can love everybody. Like when people mouth off to me, which thank God, because it's not that pleasant. I have to admit, it doesn't, it's not like, oh, my favorite thing. But sometimes people like really get like, woo, like they get their fangs out. Something you say like hits a nerve, right? And people will assume that I will be reactive And then when I write back and I'm like, I love you. This is so good. This is such an appropriate thought. I don't agree with you at all, but I'm so glad that you shared this. People are like, they don't know what to do with me. They're like, what the hell? This isn't supposed to. And I'm like, no, because this is appropriate. I have a point of view. I say things and people are like, how could you say? Like people get so triggered when I talk about how we don't have to be victims to our environment. We can be empowered and we can do and we can co-create and design. Or like, like, how could you say that? That is not true. And then I'm like, good, feel it, get into it, love it. You know what I mean? And it's just like, we don't see it the same way. Thank God. You know, like, I'm so glad. So when you're not codependent, you can make money. Because the other reason women don't let themselves make money when they're codependent is because as soon as that money comes in their account, they become responsible for the other person. You can't make money if that's what's happening. You got big problems. So unconsciously, we are aware of this dance. So we'll let ourselves make a little money. And then we realize how we an overfunction, how exhausting it is, how we're working too hard. And all this stuff comes up and we're like, this business is not for me. It is just not for me. Right. And for thousands of years, women didn't even have the luxury to go to work. I mean, we just had very backwards kinds of things going on. But now women are very much working and it's fascinating because men just don't by and large, I'm generalizing obviously, but it's a pretty accurate generalization. Just men don't do this stuff. They just don't do it the same way. So it's easier for them. It's easier for them to go, I'm going to now be direct and just tell you the price. 
I'm going to now be direct and I'm going to let you decide to say hell yes or hell no. And I won't take it personally. And if you do say yes, I'm going to let you be an adult and own that. So I'm just going to do what I said I was going to do. I'm not going to go hang the moon for you, but I'm going to do what I said I would do. And then if you jump up and down and have a temper tantrum, I'll then let you go on and have it because it ain't my business, right? But women don't do that. No, they don't. They go, you paid me? Oh my God, you paid me. So now I owe you my children. Like I owe you everything and I'm destroyed now. Or, oh, I went online and I mentioned what it costs or I told somebody I raised my price and they they had a face. So obviously I did something wrong. So I need to go back to being liked and pleasing because women are raised to be pleasers. So it's hard to be a leader if you want respect, but you need to be liked all the time because you can be respected and you can be liked. But if you have to be liked, if you have to be liked, come hell or high water, you can't be respected. You really can't. But if you're okay with not being liked sometimes, you can be respected every time because the answer is just one word. It's called no. Or the answer is, that's all we got. I'm going to let you react. I mean, we have so many people who come through the Kathy Heller experience, events, retreats, classes. We, I mean, by and large, it's just a lovely group of human beings. I mean, been doing this for many years, thousands and thousands of people, right? Over the course of many years. And every once in a while, there's just a group of people or a few people. And it's just kind of like, they're in their thing. And I'm just like, love and blessing. Like we're all adults. This is what this is. This is what this isn't. This is the choice I'm making over here. I'm going to make that choice. Yeah, this is what it's going to be. And that's it. And there are moments where, and I think that I, I've been dealing with this my whole life and my whole business, but there are moments on my team where I'm like, all right, I'm going to lean in here. And I'm just going to say, this is what a win looks like. This is what it doesn't look like. And it's going to have to look like this. And oh my gosh, is this person going to lose their cool? I'm going to let them do that then. They're going to have to show themselves out or they're going to, and it's for the best. And over the years, having to fire people, ooh, that's an interesting one. But what you realize is if this isn't working for me, then it's not the highest and best for this person. There is somewhere else that they belong. It's actually kinder to say, there is so much abundance I believe in in this world that's clearly not here for you. And it's somewhere else. I'm going to let you go find it. I'm going to let you go find it. And whatever it is that you're doing, right? If you have a client and you do whatever you do, we're going to have to let people own their decisions. We're going to have to let people be adults and own their decisions. So when you wrote down What would you do different? What would you say? What would you charge? Can you put some of those things in the chat? I know some of you were doing that. $10,000. Great. What would you say? What truth would you tell? What kind of content would you create? Your group program would be $3,000. Fantastic. You know, I mean, part of what makes it work is, again, when you're unattached, people can feel that. When I am selling something... When I am putting something out in the world, I'm really okay. And I don't just say it's really okay with me if someone doesn't buy it. In fact, I'm really hoping that I qualify it enough so I make sure people don't buy it. It's almost like I want you to convince me that you really should buy it because I'm actually not sure, right? And so I'll always say to people, there's a zillion people who can lead you here. I'm not for everybody. I say that all the time. I'm like, you really should double check. Because there might be somebody who's better for you. And I'll say, this is like work. Like, I'm not going to come over there and do it for you. I'm not going to show up at your house. I'm not going to think for you. I'm not going to take action for you. I won't do any of that. So I might not be the person for you, right? And then it's like, here's what it costs, right? And I really feel good about what I charge. I really, really do. And there are people who will say, but so-and-so, you can get it for less. And I'm like, If that feels good to you in your heart and you just want to watch videos and you don't want anything that happens live, go do that because that works for you. For me, that doesn't work. So I want to create that things are not 
evergreen videos, but there's actually something happening, right? There's accountability, there's energy, there's back and forth. I'm putting the time in where energy goes, attention flows. Like that's usually where I'm at. So I'm okay with it, but I'm okay to the point where people can feel they don't have to get on board. And when people can feel that they have agency and you don't need them to to say yes, they actually are more inclined to say yes. When you're like, whatever you want, come, don't come, you decide. They're like, I do want to go to that dinner. I do want to come. Thank you for giving me the out, but I do want to come, right? When somebody's like, here's what it costs. You know, if this is not for you right now, don't even think of like, no, no, I like that. But when someone's pushing, when someone's overselling something, when someone's trying to prove to you something, we lose, we really lose. It's the opposite, right? It's the opposite. And so when we talked for the last many days about getting into high state, being in high vibe, being in this elevated consciousness, because it's energy that opens the doors, this right here, right? This is felt in the field. When you are in integrity, when you are unhooked, when you are unattached, because you're allowing for everything to be as it is, because your well-being is not about how many likes you get, because your well-being is not determined by what they pay or what they don't pay right? People feel free. People actually want to be around you then. And they feel emotionally safe with you because you're direct, because you're safe, because you're real, because you're in leadership, because you know what you're really doing? Telling the effing truth. And people like to be around people who tell the truth. So when you're able to say, this is the truth, this is it, people can tell, right? And all of a sudden now you've got a different conversation going on because you're real and you're choosing authenticity, whatever actually happens is authentic, as opposed to you trying to be this perfect thing, not telling the truth, wanting so much to be liked. That is a house of cards ready to go off in smoke, right? Because it's built on a lie and it's built on codependency and good luck. I mean, I've seen so many people start businesses and the worst thing that can happen when they're in that place is it can become successful because it will always crash. They will blow up the team. They will become exhausted. Like the whole thing is built on trying to sustain, making sure everyone's okay and making sure everybody is liking everybody. And you just can't do that. So what kinds of things would you say in the world? What would you do? What would you charge? So I'm reading some of your things. Somebody said, this is what's holding me back. I would show up in my authentic suit and not care if I was criticized. When I hear objections, it's internal. I don't want people in my space who don't want to be there. I would wear expensive, crazy clothing. Great. 25,000 for a strategy. I will speak positivity. 6,000 a month per client. Yeah. This conversation, you can feel and you can see like, this is where everything we've been doing up till now, it starts to get activated and you start to see why. Why did we go on that journey? Why are we focusing inward as opposed to on strategy, right? Because it's about really all of this and we're building the awareness and we're building the presence until we get to this place where we're present enough to collect all the parts of ourselves and we're okay with it, right? And I'll tell you this one last thing. A friend of mine is a screenwriter and she said, if you want to make a character unlikable, make them perfect. But if you want the audience to root for somebody in a movie, you got to make them flawed. You have to, right? Batman, he's got all these quirks and he's shy and he's introverted, right? You're rooting for him. Same with Clark Kent, right? Every single heroine, think of a movie that you love, any movie, right? She's flawed and you love that about her. So this is where it begins. It begins with the self-acceptance. It begins with letting go of shame. It begins with, I'm in integrity now. There's nothing, there's no skeleton in the closet I have to hide from. I'm actually going to lean into that. I'm actually going to put that out there. That's actually what's going to make me a more compelling leader is to bring the bucket and bring the wagon with all the flaws to the table. Now what happens? People lean in. You're not trying to prove yourself. You're not trying to be liked. You're just present. And that really is what actually moves people, right? Is a willingness to tell the truth. And so in the pursuit of everything that I've done, I like to tell the truth. And so I don't ever walk in this way where I'm like, come, 
I have a prescription. Come under my wing. Let me show you all the ways that I've perfectly figured out life. It's like, no, like, why do I know all of these things that I even know? Because I wrestle with anxiety. Why have I gone on this journey to understand the world and consciousness? Why? Because I come from a really tumultuous childhood and I know what it's like to feel broken and scared and self-sabotage. And I know what it's like. I understand why do I relate and have empathy for people? Because I'm there. I've been there. I, I bounce back and forth in that place all the time. Right. And so I love having the conversation about not look at me, but come with me. Let's do this together. I think when we go into a place of codependency, we put too much on ourselves. Oh, I'm going to teach a class. I have to give a thousand times the information. How about less? Right. Oh, I'm going to create an experience. It has to be perfect. Oh, I'm going to create a podcast. It has to be perfect. It's all about wanting to be liked as opposed to I'm just going to do this as I am. I'm going to be a messy C student, but what I'm going to have in spades is authenticity. And my authenticity is going to be so big and so unusual and so refreshing that it's going to be powerful. And as long as I'm okay, I'm not being authentic with the hope of then getting approval, but I'm really free of that. People just feel this ease just come over them because they want that. They want to be able to be with what is and be authentic and not need everybody to co-sign, right? And so this, what you see, whatever you're feeling and seeing, I'm 43 years old. I've been in and out of therapy since I'm 12. I've been doing meditation since 2006, right? Like, this is a result of being willing to address and look at all of the broken, beautiful, tragic highs, lows, all that stuff, you know? And the best part of it, the best part of it is not the money you make or the opportunities you get. Sure, some of the people you meet along the way are pretty damn cool because they're truth tellers too. They have courage. But the coolest part is something called freedom. It feels so good to spend a whole day and say, I spent today as myself. I was myself. Instead of choosing belonging to that person, I chose to belong to myself. And so I did sit there and tell the truth. And it's okay. And it doesn't matter if some people opted out today because I was myself. And so that feels like freedom. So I am hoping that as we go through this, you're starting to see your eyes are open. You're like, oh, if I was really to integrate this today, what we just talked about, how much more could I actually allow in? There could be a lot of abundance there because there's so powerful to stand in that place when you're unattached. I hope you guys enjoyed this and I appreciate that you're willing to kind of go in there. And this is all about what? It's all about being really kind and letting go of harassing yourself and being self-critical. That was where we started, right? So let's make sure that we go back to that because that's the place we get tripped up. Anyway, I hope you will continue to love yourself. All right. Well, I hope you got something out of that. Remember, if you want five days with me to open up to manifesting such incredible things that will just start showing up with such ease and synchronicity in your life, you can join me kathyheller.com slash abundant. I will be with you starting May 8th every day for a week. All right, here are the takeaways. Number one, witness all the different parts that have been a part of your personality. They don't need to be judged. Welcome them all. Number two, when we come from self-agency and integrity, we can project a lot of healing into the world. Number three, it's not on you to make sure everybody feels good all the time. That's not your job. Your job is to be in integrity and tell the truth. Number four, by having a point of view, setting a price and doing what you do, you're going to let people exit. Open that exit door and gracefully allow them to leave. A functioning business has to keep weeding out the wrong people and qualifying the right people. That's how you win. Number five, when your well-being is not about how many likes you get or what people pay or don't pay, then people feel free. People actually want to be around you because you're safe, you're real, you're in leadership because you're telling the effing truth. Number six, it begins with self-acceptance and letting go of shame. It begins with, I'm in integrity now. There's no skeleton in that closet that I have to hide from. I'm actually going to lean into that and put that out there. That's what makes you a more compelling leader. Number seven, when you're willing to look at all the broken, beautiful highs and lows, the best part is not the money you make or the opportunities you get. The coolest part is something called freedom. It's being able to say, I spent today as myself instead of choosing to belong and be someone else. I choose to belong to myself. 
Thank you so much for listening. I never take it for granted that you're here. I'm so excited for all the episodes coming up. I just interviewed Andrew McCarthy. You'll be loving that episode. It's coming out soon. So many good episodes. Please follow along and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening. And if you know someone who you think might enjoy this conversation or any of the conversations that we've had, please take a second and email them or text them the link to the show or post about it on your Instagram. And if you haven't already left us a review, please do. Also, there'll be a giveaway very soon. And for those of you who've left us a review, you will be entered into that giveaway. If you want to join me for the most abundant week ever workshop, register at kathyheller.com slash abundant. I cannot wait to spend that time with you. I guarantee you that you're going to say it was worth your time. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you soon. i